It's them wise girls. It's the wise girls. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's them wise girls. Are the names uh-huh. Stay wise to the times is the game Relationships and money talk in the old way Oh, and if you didn't hear the name Just wise girls Wise girls When you're starting a business or trying to take your creativity to the next level, you need to be able to communicate without words in a market that is highly influenced by social media and visual marketing. Are you a creative professional looking to revamp your image or a new professional needing guidance on creating your brand? Well, contact Bold Creative Solutions. Be bold, be creative, be successful. We can be reached at boldcreativesolutions.com as well as Bold Creative Solutions on all social media platforms. Again, contact us at boldcreativesolutions.com. Be bold, be creative, be successful. Hey y'all, I'm Laura Wise. And I'm K-Ray Wise Ryan. And we are Dim Wise Girls. Dim Wise Girls is a podcast that explores the experiences of the everyday black woman. We invite you into our sister space where we explore our authentic selves and ask the questions that go beyond the cliche answers. Real sisters, spitting facts and seeking truth. Welcome one, welcome all to this highly requested episode of Dim Wise Girls. Dim Wise Girls. This topic is so hot and so new by the time you guys hear this episode it's actually probably gonna have left yeah so some steam yeah, is gonna come out of it the steam is gonna be yeah rolling down i really like our late to the partiness um look content creation it's a thing and it has to happen and it takes a lot of work it look easy buddy be hard and um actually i like the fact that by the time you hear us talk about this you will have even more marinated on your thoughts so when you receive the facts um <laughs> you'll actually like be more apt to like absorb the wisdom yeah yeah i think you'll be more you know ready to you know explore all the, all the opportunities because yes. you know that initial rage or that initial like like frustration amp- frustra- that ampness will have calmed down and you'll be like okay let's yes. talk about this in a constructive way yes because there's above the line and there's below the line so when you initially find yourself in the midst of like some bullshit yeah (laughs) just let's be real here um you're below the line you're in this place where you know you just feel like your main goal is to prove that you're right when you're above the line you're open to learning so when you come into this space where it's actually kind of fizzled down a little bit you're now above the line. You're a little open to learning. And it's actually a really good sweet spot. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody's trying to be up to the minute. And we're up to the challenge of reaching you at your optimal peak. Yes. 
Yes. Look yes. at that. Look yes. at that. Yes. Now that I've been real, real, like, introspective and deep, mm-hmm. I'm going to be totally on the shenanigans and the hood shit. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So we're in a clickbait culture and just, like, a snippet culture. And it's like we're reacting to the snippets of things. And, and I think it's good to just, like, slow down and be like, okay, let's let that marinate for a while. And then let's talk about it. Yes, definitely. Oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are certain podcasts where, like, I'd be ready for them to release the podcast as soon as, like, I got pissed off about it. It'd be like, mm. and now I need to hear so-and-so's opinion today because I need somebody who understands me. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah, we got to be able to, like, yeah, yeah let, let all the variables come to, to light yeah. and to your mind and to really think about them yeah even though i'm probably still on her side about most of what we're going to talk about today so today's episode is if you think you're lonely now wait until tonight girl mm. which was ironically that song was also written by a guy who is low-level trash Bobby oh Womack oh my gosh when I was learning about all that stuff that Bobby Womack was doing I was like sir 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 please get your life together you cannot show up to your best friend's funeral in his suit and then proceed to marry his wife whom you get divorced for for getting with his daughter why do the most trife people be giving you the best music come on now Cause you got to go through something to get to something, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go through something to get to something. Oh. Well, since we're talking about trash men, <laughs> trash men—it's a profession and not an overall state of being. Look, just because you do some trash activities doesn't mean that you can't evolve beyond it. But I think Irv Gotti has chosen not to evolve beyond. Whom and what he contributes to oh, society. We're going to get into Irv Gotti first. Yeah, I mean, we might as well. I guess. Okay. You do not sound excited. We both don't like Irv Gotti because remember, Irv Gotti used to have a reality show. Yeah, yeah. Man, when, when reality shows was real. Him and, yeah, him and his wife and his, his fam. And I was like, dude, it's trash. He's garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Well, I was, and that was just like when we was watching that show. I don't even remember. I'm about to look it up now. But I just remember his wife was so sweet, so beautiful. And here he was just acting just a plain old fool. Plain old fool. Plain fool. I was like, oh, I do not like this dude. I didn't. Irv, Irv Gotti and um, Russell Simmons are actually Gotti's, two guys. Gotti's, Gotti's way. way. Oh. Irv Gotti and Russell Simmons are two Man, guys. Man, it was 2007? Shit. Ooh, we're getting old. It's hitting hard. Shit. What was I about to say? Oh, Irv Gotti and Russell Simmons are guys who, I, when I got to see how they were behind the scenes, I totally felt like you'd no longer give me good vibes. Um, Gotti's Web, man, that show really made me not like that dude. I know, I know, because here he, he is just like... Look at his wife, she's pretty, she's, she's so gorgeous. He was just sleeping around on his wife, and... She would just be at home with their kids. And he was kids. just like laissez-faire about it, like, yeah, it's just what you gotta deal with. If you, that whole, you know, I'm gonna rough her up, rub my muddy boots on her, and if she's still kicking, then guess what, she's something to be with. It was just like, oh, oh my, my God. God. 
Please stop this madness. But now, but now he's back. He's back on the scene because of his um, his comments about Ashanti on Drink Champs, <sighs> talking about how he was in love with Ashanti and he was feeling slighted. I'm like, man, sir, you were married and grown. Girl, like, I, I I still did not figure out the age dynamic of that, but it felt incorrect. And um. I don't know if it was or if it wasn't. But it's still just maybe Irv Gotti wasn't as old as I thought he was in that moment. Or <laughs> oh shit, he's fifty two now. Well, we all yeah. getting old. We all I know. Old. I know. I mean, look, <laughs> God forbid that I still be out here in these streets looking like a golden goddess and some dude that I had a moment with. Comes only about out- ten years apart. But back then, that, was- that the difference would have been. A little suspect, you know. That's how. I, that's what they be doing. Uh-huh. doing. That's what I they be doing. I ain't gonna say nothing about nobody because I've always liked them grown, and um, that don't mean that the grown person should have been participating. But you know, let, that's neither here nor there. We're not gonna. I ain't about to open no new wounds anyway. <laughs> I ain't about to open no new wounds. I like the fact that Ashanti has not said anything, and I feel like. She should keep that same energy. Just let him swirl around with this information and never confirm nor deny it. Just be like, who's Irv Gotti? <laughs> who's Irv Gotti? <laughs> who's Irv Gotti? <laughs> I mean, she just always looks like she got off a beach. Look at her. Look at her. We're looking at Ashanti right that, now. She got that same um, freshly harvested Brazilian nut oil, some kind of rail oil that um, Nia Long be putting on her body, Girl, too. they got that same they oily got, air. They got that same glow. That, 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 that just be glowing. I'm like, that's some kind of like, that's some exclusive shit, y'all got. That's some exclusive that is coming oil. coming from a secret corner of Africa uh, yes. to keep <laughs> black women moisturized looking. And I don't know why they're not selling it to all of us. <laughs> and they be trying to lie like it's Vaseline. It's like, no, I put Vaseline on. It's not doing that to me, too. It's something else. Why y'all don't want to sell us the sauce? Ah, I'm just like, Nori yeah. was like, you sound like you're still upset. And, and you know like, what? Even, but Nori's right. He does still sound upset. He do. He, sound, he still sound mad, like salty. Like, Look, oh. Ashanti like, is the crown jewel of Murder, Inc. He was like, I helped her write those records. Like I came up with happy, you know, we was just got in a bed together. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, we need to make a record, you know, a record about being happy and in love and whatnot. Yeah, I guess. The, is happy the sound of of being out with your Brazilian nut butter when your wife's at home? Don't yeah. ruin the song for me, Irv Gotti. Don't, don't ruin the song for me. I love that song. Just sell, us, best, some, sell us some one, of that oil, Ashanti. The best revenge is looking good. <laughs> And keeping it pushing. That is the... I'm not about revenge. I'm not a vengeful person. But am I not a... I don't know. Am I lying? Maybe I am a little bit. The best revenge is looking good. That's all I'm going to say. And keeping it pushing. And keeping it pushing. It is. It is. It is. It's... It's... I'd highly recommend it. (laughs) I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. Stay looking, just stay looking good and keep living. Such trash, Irv Gotti. Such trash, such trash. Emotional damage. Like that's that's where Irv Gotti. Emotional. I feel like we normally try to be like 
we normally some kind of like I do try to offer people grace, but grace, but we've already like think have been thinking Irv Gotti is trash for such a long time. We have no uh, evidence of otherwise. Matter of fact, you know how they made that little uh, web short of Zach Morris's trash? They need to do Irv Gotti is trash. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about men changing is apparently that's what needs to happen. Uh, according to Psychology Today, if they don't want to be lonely. <laughs> oh my gosh. First of all, I want to start this off by saying we didn't want to talk about relationships again. I know because we thought we were going to do the one episode um, about friendship about, and keeping your circle small. Uh, well, we, we thought we were going to just do that one episode about the medium well man. Yeah. With the like, and the being a submissive woman and like that whole like thing there and in relationships and that uh, was gonna be it for the season okay yeah catering to your man we thought that was gonna be it but then this psychology psychology today little article came out and people were talking about it and we got a request and we did we, get, we got a request we, uh, the first episode of um sorry my phone sound uh the first episode of dim wise girls hasn't officially been released yet and already people are like when the season comes out, we need an episode uh, about this article. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh man. Okay. I was like, well, we gotta give we gotta give the, the listeners what they, what want. they want. We gotta give them what they want. I, um, I can't be out here serving y'all dishes you did not ask for. I know. So the article is, I, I think it's the title. It's the title. They don't talk about men like this in 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 the media when it comes to relationships. The title is the. Rise of Lonely Single Men, D- Dating Apps, and a Drastically Changing Relationship Landscape. Mm-hmm. Oh. So basically what they're saying is that um, men, the expectation of men is increasing as far as the standards of men in, in the dating scene. And there's more men on dating apps. And that women are being more particular about the selecting mates and people to date uh it's in heterosexual relationships men need to address skill deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations Mm. well 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 address skills deficits skill i mean this sounds like the job market don't it i know it says dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards rise First of all, I feel like because I'm the single one, you're married. You're married. And it's very funny that all throughout my 20s, like, I always thought this was going to be the opposite. I thought I was going to be, I thought I was going to be single till I was 40. And you were going to be married. I did too. too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was, that was thrilling, like, the progression of things. Mm. It did. I just wanted to put that out there for the listener so they can understand more about the dynamics of, like, our relationship <laughs> and the whole fact that when we talk about, oh, I'm the, you're talking about, I'm the single one and I'm the married one, it still F- sounds weird to sounds you. weird to me. It doesn't sound weird to me um, because you did your work early. You actually did. You did your work early. You were, like, reading the books and you were reserving yourself 
for no bullshit. Like, you was like, no, mm-mm, no, mm-mm. And me and Chip were, like, dancing around like, girl, what is you doing? You got to get out here. <laughs> <laughs> me and her best friend were, like, outside, like, we outside, like, mm, like. And K-Ray was like, yeah, I will not be participating in any of this. And I really, me and Chip thought K-Ray had lost her mind. And then, like, K-Ray's life slowly, progressively got together. And she was married. And we were like... We was, it felt like we were both on the dance floor looking at each other like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were happy for Kerry. We wasn't like, we wasn't no haters, but it was just like, hold up. I thought Kerry was going to be out here doing her work and read her. I don't even remember the names of the ladies of the books, the you, books were, I was reading. you were reading. Yeah. But, um. Was reading. Girl, you was reading. Yeah. You was studying. You was like, uh, no. Uh, no, that is a waste of time. <laughs> And, you know, now that I'm out here swimming in the seven seas, I agree. Some of that was a waste of time. <laughs> it was. It's so funny because, like, something like when I was in my t- earlier 20s, 20, mid-20s, like, something like this was not coming out. Like, it was all about women. I mean, Steve Harvey was talking about people, maybe your standards is too high. It was all about women and their standards being too high and that women are lonely and women are so many movies about the single lonely woman having dating problems mm-hmm. and you know, he's just not that into you. Like, we like to we have a harder time pinpointing where the reflectiveness of like what's happening in the dating community for um, heterosexual black people. Yeah. How it's happening for our white counterparts. Yeah. And I guess there was a, uh, an equivalent. There was, think you know, act like a lady, think like a man. And there mm-hmm. was, he's just not that into you. Yeah. And. Yeah. 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 Kinda, kinda, I, yeah. It, it never dawned on me that those two parallels were actually happening around the same time. Yeah. Uh, and they both got movies. Girl, we need to write a book about relationships and they can turn into a movie and like Kevin Hart and Megan Good can be in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even care who's in it. It could be, um, look at me trying to think of two white actors off the top of my head. <laughs> Bradley Cooper and Helen Hunt. Actually, those two people don't even go together, but look how badly that came together. So, actually, that could be a funny movie. Though. But uh, I, I'd be much better at this if I wasn't trying to do that off the cuff. I just want to say that I'm much better casting director at home. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I think those two parallels were really happening at the same time. He's just not that into you, act like a lady, think like a man. And what about something new? Like Something new was all about four black women who were single, who had good jobs, good living jobs. nice lives, who were super anxious about finding their ideal black mate. Yeah, yeah. Who were thinking about, who were like, like, where where is my you know where is my mate and am I gonna find my mate or my standards too high and all four of them relaxed their standards yes Golden Brooks was dating a guy who was separated and <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, uh Rindy, Rindy Rindy Raquel Robinson, Robinson. I, I wanted to call her Regina Regina from <laughs> Steve Harvey <laughs> Regina, Regina. Uh, she started dating Mike Evans, yep. who was a, a, a chef, sous chef. Remember, because she was like, how come I get all the ones with the, the, the name the, tags and the, 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 the uniforms yeah. and the aprons yeah. or something yeah. like that? Yeah. I liked her in that movie, though. And um, so now Lathan started dating a white guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody else, Taraji P. Henson was in it. She didn't date anybody. They didn't even talk about who she was, was dating. dating. 
but she was talking about how uh, one of the people who uh, Sanaa Lathan had dated was she fine. Was dating, she was dating Blair, fine ass Blair Underwood. Yeah, and she was anxious because she really wanted to go back and be with Simon Baker. And well, I don't remember his name in the movie, but his real name is Simon Baker, the white, the the very handsome, attractive white actor who plays Sanaa Lathan's love interest. She was feeling like, remember, he showed up with Penelope. God, I watched this movie too much. He, sh- they were at that wedding where her coworker was getting married. Yeah, Simon Baker showed up with Penelope, his ex, mm-hmm. and then Sanaa Lathan came with Blair Underwood, who she was starting to realize he had everything she wanted, wanted on but, her list. Yeah, but he, they didn't have that connection. Yeah. And then she started to hyperventilate, and they had to go in the the rabbi's quarters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Taraji P. Henson was like, you need to go back out there. <laughs> she was like, you need to go back out there. What did she say, K-Ray? She was like, I'm, I'll marry his ass quick. Yeah, and give him a bunch of black babies, black ashy babies. babies. <laughs> yeah, so that was a movie about, you know, what women's standards are, what's the things on your list you're looking for in a mate, and you need to rethink them, and you need to, because because you're so educated, and you're so successful in your career, and you really need to be thinking about uh, what you're what you're wanting for in a mate, because you're 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 up here, your level is so high. How are you gonna find someone to match that high level? You're crazy. And women were relaxing their standards, like, across the board after yeah. all of these things. After he's not that into you, after all this propaganda and propagation about all these things. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, I'm going to relax the standards. Maybe I haven't. And I think women suffered the consequences of lowering their standards. And now, like, a lot of women are like, yeah, I'm up here now. I'm up here now and I'm not coming down. I'm up here now. And I'm ha- I'm happy being single. I'm exploring myself. I have fun with myself. I'm exploring life. I'm not waiting anymore to live life. I'm not waiting anymore to travel. I'm not waiting in- anymore to, you know, move and work and, and grow. I'm not waiting. Just like Tracy Ellis Ross the other day. That clip went around her that with an uh, like interview church. with Kevin Hart. Talking about, I could have many lovers, honey. Many, many lovers but she's like I don't want I would like a relationship but I only want a relationship that's going to add to my life and be you know something beautiful and something that you know is going to bring growth and heart you know create more harmony or something I couldn't get you know she's like I'm not going to settle for something that's not going to be serving me you know Lori Harvey said the same thing when uh, she got interviewed by Tiana Taylor she was like if it's not serving me, I'm out. And I was like, whoops. And yes, keep the share the energy, keep the energy. You know what I know? This article is coming like there are more single, lonely men. And I feel like it, is this is the heartbreak because Kevin Samuel just died not too long ago. And now they're announcing that men are single and lonely. <laughs> Look, I, for one, don't feel like there are any. I think there are probably in excess of single men. And I even think. A few other things on the list of this article are true. And maybe not necessarily true because men are single and lonely. Like, men represent approximately 62% of dating app users lowering their chances for matches. Here's the deal about dating apps. One, they are a waste of time. (laughs) Two... As a woman, you hear about so much violence happening to women from, from... meeting people meeting prospective matches in person yeah you know what i mean like she met a guy on tinder the tinder freaking swindler the tinder swindler 
that shit was, was a crazy. Oh my god, that shit! I was like, no. First of all, that was like a narcissist will ruin your life one on one. First of all, somebody <laughs> was dating somebody in a different country that I barely knew, and they hit me up and was like, "Yo, I'm being attacked. I need so. <laughs> I need. I need fifty thousand dollars. I need a hundred thousand dollars." Like. Bro, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You know what? I felt real empathy for the women in the documentary, The Tindler Swindler, because oh yeah, I thought, you know what? Like we're all laughing or like feeling like, girl, couldn't have been me. It couldn't have been me because I ain't got that kind of money. So it been like, well, it was true. I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what you're gonna do. Uh, but they were—they didn't really have that kind of money either. They were just getting loans and stuff. But I thought. I feel like none of, have y'all any of y'all ever been with like a narcissist? Like everything starts out so perfect and then like once it starts to turn once the boat starts to rock, you really don't know how you got to this bad point where you start giving this person mm-hmm. way more than they deserved. And like I can't say a man a man took me for thousands of dollars, but I know there are twenty dollar, fifty dollar, hundred dollar, hundreds of dollars. That I probably gave to some brothers who was tender swindled. <laughs> who swindled me without the tender. Without the temper. <laughs> Pre pre-tender. Pre-tender. No, no. I, I I definitely understand how they could have been hooked because they hook you with that one crazy, crazy. that one whirlwind whirlwind experience. Mm-hmm. You hook you and you're like, oh, he's gotta be good for it. I mean, we were on a private jet. We were in this fancy hotel, he's got this, these clothes and these cars. I definitely see how you could be hooked. Feeling like, yeah. baby, that carrot, that that this could be the we. Remember that episode of Sex in the City where the guy weed Samantha? Yes. He was like, and we'll be on the coast of the, uh, da, da, blah, 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 blah. And we'll have brunch and mimosas, da, 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 and we. And then he weed her ass to mm-hmm. the point where she was by herself. That's how that happened. Yeah. And she was mad. She was so mad. It's, yeah, it's the we. The envisioning of. The envisioning of a a life together. We could do these things and we, ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What they really need is the data and the statistics of how many women uninstalled Tinder after watching the Tinder show. Yes, they do. Maybe it's not the lonely singleness. What's the data? But it was Netflix. Yes, (laughs) it was. What's the data? What's What's the the data? data Please pull that data. But yeah, definitely, like, I haven't been on dating apps because I got out of the dating game before. Right before dating right apps before is, is popular. Like my, d- <laughs> I was I'm from the Black Planet days. <laughs> people from Black Planet days, uh, not uh, Tinder or Hinge or all the other stuff <laughs> that's out there now. Man, there were so many great loves in chat rooms. Like I I think some people are still thinking about people they had conversations with. Like, you still remember that username, girl, don't you? Because it was a great car. You really felt mm-hmm. like you had a connection with this person in this chat room. There's danger, especially for women to meet people off the internet. I had, I will admit, I met somebody from Black Planet once, and I thought, after I did, I, did, I was like, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Especially all the stuff that's out today. It's like... Yeah, I could have died. Uh, before you had like track, you could share your location on your. This is before you could do all, all those location things. things on your phone. Was your phone still flipping back then? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Flipping or sliding, flipping or sliding. <laughs> it was either one, the keyboard, the sliding keyboards. Like, 
Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That yeah. was not there's, safe. There's actually and not telling anybody where you're going. Like, I know, because I was just thinking, as you were telling the story, I was thinking, I've never heard this story. Yeah. Carrie is a wealth of secrets. <laughs> yeah, probably should have done So there's that. the real life danger of being on yeah. the app. There's the fish in a barrel, because men get on these dating apps, not necessarily to date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong, there are pictures of the white men on the mountains looking for a life partner and they might be all right choices or they also could be serial the chances are equal for the serial quillers like it is an equal opportunity <laughs> but i think a lot of guys get on there to kind of like have quick dates maybe find quick yeah. casual sex and it really puts you as like a fish in a barrel you you become easy prey because you're a woman you're on a dating app so you're av- your light is on yeah, you're yeah. available and then let's not even talk about the jerks who you accept you say hi to them, like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. And they go, hi, here's a picture of my dick. Yeah, yeah. So those three components enough. The actual danger, mm-hmm. the jerks, and don't be like, I've never sent a dick. Like, if it wasn't you, it's one out of three. <laughs> if it wasn't you, it's one out of three. And then, so there's danger, there's jerks. That's really enough right there. Oh, and there's the, you know, making yourself a target. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. You've got a target on your back. You're a woman on this app. You're available. You want something. Yeah. And I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. There's dick pics. Yeah. There's actual crazy and danger. Yeah. It's like, oh, hook like, yeah, you know, you're going to find a real relationship or you're going to find somebody to hook up with. And I'm sure women get on the, the hook up too, but it's like, I feel like when it comes to the apps, it seems like women always have to play the man's games. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's going to be mostly men on here wanting to just hook up, and I have to play that game. I have to play the game. I have to try to weed it out, or I have to try to, like, weed through all the people who just want to hook up and maybe who's really actually looking for This is wasting time. I could be a on TikTok. You said I could be on TikTok. I could be on TikTok laughing at Jock. <laughs> We're just wrong with my addiction today. I could be on TikTok laughing at jokes. Or, you know, engaging in conversations on Facebook or looking at pretty outfits on Instagram. Instagram, bring back pictures. Um, Yeah. So, or at least watching the videos of the girls transitioning from outfit Mm -hmm. to outfit. Like, I could be doing something I'm actually interested in. So, therefore, I'm off the app. I feel like we've talked about, we've talked about on other podcast episodes how being on the apps was a waste of time. Yeah. We'll link that episode in the description. Yeah, we have talked about it. Yeah, what happened to uh, what was the bla- blackpeoplemeet.com? What happened to black people meet? I haven't heard about that in years. I will not say anything <laughs> about blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> I haven't about that. I won't. I want the. I want my likability to remain high, and I feel like there are probably certain people who heard us talking about Irv Gotti in such a way that our likability is already down what on this episode. What happened to blackpeoplemeet.com? <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. That's hilarious, Carrie. And all the article also says that um, there's a skills gap for men and that women are looking for men who have great communication skills, um, who ha- who are looking for emotional connections, and that men are lacking these skills. And so women are being more selective. You know what's really uh, hurting men right now? What? It's the internet the internet and the other apps the instagram the tiktok the youtube yeah they're hurting them you know why 
because men who really wanted to portray beautiful images of husbandry, mm-hmm. of fatherdry. <laughs> oh yeah, we were just talking about this. We were just talking about um, how and just in a in a very realistic way. Yeah, I can tell you some relationships off the top of the dome that I witness, look at, and admire from a distance where I can get my satisfaction. Mm-hmm. By watching them, yeah, Deval Ellis and Kadeen Ellis, mm-hmm. Kier Gaines and Noemi. Noemi, oh god, I'm so. Naomi? I don't want to. Ma- is it Naomi or is it? No, it's N O I E M E. And I'm probably spelling but that. But I know, uh, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Kier Gaines, yeah. Gaines and his a, family. I think he's a social worker, or he's a psychologist. So he's a, a, therapist. a therapist. Yeah, I love him. I liked him on his own, and then I liked them together as a couple. Yeah. Um, I love Shan Boudram and Jared Brady. Um, I'm trying to think of another couple. Those are my top three right now. Mm-hmm. But there are others. There are other couples that I yeah. get online and watch. And seeing them uh, changes the lens uh, of what I envision for myself. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I be watching them, I'm like, oh, I want this, but I don't have no babies. <laughs> I don't want no little kids. Like, yeah. show up with your grown kids. But, <laughs> just because I'm out of that phase of life. Like, I don't want this part, but, like, this communication skills mm-hmm. and this this care, this being of service to your partner. These mm-hmm. are all things that brothers is out here acting like, nah, girl, nah, girl, you can't get that. That's not what we do. That's not how we build. It'd be like, well, I can tell you three men who I get on the internet and watch right now who are doing it. Yeah. They're not doing it perfectly. They're not doing it like it's e- They're not portraying it like it is easy. But it is being done. And I'd rather watch them brothers on my phone, get my fix, and then go live about my single life where I get unlimited naps. Unlimited naps. Unlimited naps and quiet Amazon package openings. Yeah, yeah. So for all these years that these men that were out here saying, like, oh, that's not that's not how men work. Y'all want men to act like women. That's not how we work. That's not how it goes. And now there's all these men out here who are, like, pushing healthy relationship standards and communication skills and saying you know we working together we working through our marriage we you know we we're a partnership they out here saying it is possible is they out here saying work on yourself think about your mental health so you can be healthy for your partner like they're out here saying this stuff is possible not easy but possible and, and they're dispelling the notion that like marriage and family is a death sentence yeah because, like, in 2007, when Irv Gotti was on the couch with yeah. his wife looking at Nelly. And he, yeah. <laughs> looking at Nelly. I'm and trapped. Yes, he definitely felt trapped. You know, that's that was that notion. Yeah. it was, And it wasn't just Irv Gotti. It was, like, all throughout the culture. Well, think about what um, Chris Rock was saying in his one stand-up where he was like, you're either married and bored or single and lonely. He said... Lonely, lonely. He did lonely, single and lonely. That was not a woman's perspective. That was a man's. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that um, because the truth is, is you can't be lonely unless you are longing. And I think there are, there are a lot of men mm-hmm. who pr- would prefer to be single indefinitely or some version of single. Yeah. Like even if we, even if he has someone that he sees on the regular, he isn't yet still single with the option so i'm really not even addressing that to those kind of guys because like if that's what you want and that's what you need i think you should always be up very upfront about that um and i think you should operate 
in truth and honesty. Because mm-hmm. a lot of guys are like, I always told you the truth, but they didn't operate in honesty. Because mm-hmm. you feel like truth and honesty is the same thing. But really, you could tell somebody the truth and not be operating honestly with them. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, you could be doing everything and it feels like, you know, but this feels like it could still happen. If she has even the notion, if you are using that string of hope to pull her along... But you still telling the truth? Oh, like telling telling her, like, you know, uh, I'm not, look, you know, he's like, I don't think we're ready to move to that next step over a different relationship or something like that. Mm-hmm. But saying at the same time, like, we can, you know, we have we have a great connection. Yes, I, love, connection. I care for you. You know, let's just be together and, and see where things go. But you're not really being honest. Like, I... You not being honest by saying I need to let you go. You need to you need to move on because this is I, not what, what I, I want. want, and I can tell you, you want something, something else. else. And I'm not going to leave an open window for you to think that this could ever, ever be that. Be that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to th- let you come along with me and think I'm going to change my mind. Exactly. He's telling the truth, but he's not operating in honesty. honesty. Yeah. Boom. It's that. If those if now if you want to be a long term single man and you operate in truth and honesty, I don't have no what 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 where's the room for me to have a problem with that? So therefore, you couldn't be single and alone. You just on the app and women are leaving apps, so you gonna have to go outside and meet women. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those type of brothers never never truly have a problem taking themselves outside and meeting women. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I don't even think these brothers have installed hinge. So men have been getting upset because this article says level up your mental health game and get some therapy. Uh, so what if what if people what what have you been seeing out there? What people have been saying about this. Well, I made a Facebook post. That's right, you made a post. I made a Facebook post. I made two. And per- somebody made and some man made some comment, didn't he? Mm-hmm. First, we'll have to see. We'll have to let's give you all the. Uh, context of this mm-hmm. the context of this is I made a status because I initially just shared a photo a screenshot of the article because mm-hmm. I saw the title I just thought is this article real <laughs> Did I, I, I think that was all I said was interessante in Spanish yeah. Inter- interesting. I said interesting in Spanish on it and just shared the photo and I was like is this even real and one of my homies was like yo it's real here's the article I was like thanks so then I made, but then I realized um, men were mad about it. They weren't mad about it on mine. One guy said something, was kind of like, I ain't, I'm not this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know, it's not you. And then uh, <laughs> he was one of the, the truth and honesty guys I was yeah. talking about. Like, ah, this article ain't even about you, sir. But then Ashley Cobb, she's a sex blogger. Uh, she's been on several different things. She's written in uh, Madam. Madame Noir. Madame Noir. She's wrote an article for Essence recently, and she was on Love Match Atlanta. Oh, okay. So she shared it. She didn't even say nothing else either. I think she shared it just because of the title. Mm-hmm. And she sh- shared the same screenshot and said, I'm going to let y'all argue amongst yourselves. <laughs> but her comment section was wild. Yeah. It was dudes in there wilding. They were attacking other women who had made commentary about it. And the commentary of the women didn't feel... Negative, malicious, or, or malicious. negative, okay. or anything like that. They just kind of got in there and said why they weren't on dating apps as well. Yeah, okay. So I said this: this lonely man article got the men folk tight. 
there is a whole genre about lonely single black women. One article got y'all in the comment section like, this is Sparta. I am not out here on the dating scene because one, interested men act interested. If you, oh, if you're not asking me on a date, I'm not chasing you down to go on a date. I enjoy my own company, love hanging with my friends, and I got a whole bag to chase. Two, a lot of men aren't any fun. A lot of men aren't fun. I looked back on my dating life and realized I didn't even have a good time dating some of those guys. You could date a man about town, but men about town come with a certain territory. I'm not saying men aren't fun at all, but I am saying I go out to events that I find fun and single men aren't there. I could go on, but men aren't but men aren't asking and a good percentage of y'all aren't any fun is enough for today's lesson. Don't debate me. Debate the men mad about this article. Okay, so this brother, that's what we're just, we're just going to name him this brother because I can't give you airtime in spaces of content that I own. <laughs> uh so he said, damn, sound like you make a bunch of bad choices. Men support you not being on the dating scene right now. Blessings of your journey of healing. And then he put an emoji of his, uh, what's the emoji where you make it look like you? Uh, and it says, get well. Get well. Get well. Like like I, I like my mental health is off because I've chosen not to to be on the dating scene. I really wanted to comment back and say, "Well, it sounds like you ain't any fun. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you two, sir, are not fun. <laughs> you are not, not fun. fun." And. Um. I did. I wanted to be like, oh, you ain't no fun. So you are also of the I am not fun crew. He totally ignored the fact that I said when I go out to do things that I find fun, men aren't, single men aren't there. Yeah. Uh, I'll put that preference there. There are no single men there. There If a man is there, he usually came with a woman. Mm -hmm. So he's on a date. Two, it's his event. It's his event. (laughs) It's his event. Him and his friends might be there, but they didn't show up to like look for women yeah um or you know even have a perspective moment of like hey Mm -hmm. sister what's your name you know if they do come up to her and say hey sister what's your name they're usually gonna go i got an event coming up in two weeks wanted to know if you'd be there take this flyer (laughs) (laughs) take this flyer take take this pamphlet sister Uh, (laughs) and I'm not doing the most male-centric things. I'm yeah. going to poetry. I'm going to art galleries. I'm going to other creatives' events that they throw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not at the sports bar. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not at necessarily the single mix and mingle spot. So yeah. I, I'm willing to take that to the chin. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not out here in spaces where people are actively looking to date. Or, you know, if it is out, people are out. It's women all together out having a good time with each other. Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing. But I do find it odd that when I go out, there are lots of groups of women together. Mm-hmm. And so no brothers thought, it's about to be a group of ladies up in here, yo. We about to, you know, at least go talk to a couple of them. Come on, bruh. I know it don't sound like what we normally do. Because they'll <laughs> tell a woman straight up, like, oh, maybe you should go to a sports thing. Yeah. And it'd be like, look, if he ain't got to come to the art gallery, I ain't got to go to the Bengals game. Yeah. And that's true. The difference between me at an art gallery and him at the Bengals game is that at a Bengals game, they're only looking to watch the sport. 
at an art gallery, I'd be willing to have a conversation. If it was, you know, remotely English. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Rem- by that? Remo- like, I mean, as long as you don't come up to me and say something like absolutely ridiculous, like, a purple. You know what I mean? Like, a purple. Yeah, that's how, yeah, you know like, what I'm talking that's about. how them old players be hollering at you. Hey, 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 pink, 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 pink. Uh, uh, sweatpants, sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, this is so true. <laughs> <laughs> All black men just be hollering at what you got on. Like, hey, 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 purple pants. I hey. mean, as long as the conversation is going to be like with declarative sentences. Yes, I'm, I'm for it. You for it? Uh, the final funny thing about this article is that it's written by man. <laughs> realize that it was written by a man yes. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> probably so, a man with a woman at home uh, probably, maybe maybe maybe, maybe. The, the shoe on the other foot they like oh they don't want to hear they don't want to hear bad baby they don't want to hear, hear it. it but when it was us they was talking about us Every every man becoming a, a a relationship guru, talking to women like um, uh, Steve Harvey and uh, Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson and remember remember when um, Rev Ron and Tyrese I had a show for a hot two seconds. Yes, I do. They was they was talking to women too on that show, talking about what we needed to do to have better. Like, like I, I most remember that episode where they had Amber Rose on yeah, as that, a guest, yeah. and Reverend said, "Dress the way you want to be addressed," and Amber Rose politely let him know that he was a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like she said, "No, no, how I am dressed should not dictate your behavior." Yeah, like however you was gonna behave. You was going to behave that way anyway. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that, you know, some of the self-control is yeah, on yourself. Like, yeah. I've seen very... Like, like if what I have on was making you want to be uh, show deviant behavior, aggressive, violent behavior, or disrespect towards me, you was already... You already had that in your mind that you were capable of that. Like, that, that was something that was okay for you to do. The fact so, that it crossed your mind. The fact yeah. that you are looking for disqualifiers for respect. Yeah. Is a sign that there is something within you. Like, I see beautiful men. I saw this... Be- I've been seeing, like, these gorgeous men in the store sometimes like just random that's how i'd be hitting because it'd be random as hell (laughs) i'd be having my cart i'd be minding my business like a little scrappy and i'll look up and these men with like this beautiful facial hair this nice long hair Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't i don't know i don't want to exoticize him he was just good looking and he was taller than me so when i looked up i was just like who is this good-looking man standing at this end cap? And why is he in the way? <laughs> and i he was so strikingly beautiful. I wanted to be like, sir, you are very good-looking. But I kept my mouth shut because I had Jesus on my mind. And the, then his woman, like, walked up for high. I was mm. like, I'm so glad I didn't say Because <laughs> this girl walked up on him with her honey bunches of oats. And I was, like, putting it in the cart. And I said, I'm glad I didn't say anything. Uh, yeah, because that would have been odd. Actually, I would have been like, I mean, I just wanted to let him know, but good job, girl. He's, he's a, he's a looker. He's a looker. Cause he, 
He made me look longer than 30 seconds at him. But, like, I could have accosted him. I could have been, like, you good looking and tried to touch him and, like, you know, acted out on what my yeah. mind was seeing. I bet you look real good in some hoochie daddy shorts. <laughs> hoochie daddy shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, I could have. I could have taken that moment to accost his beauty, but I didn't. So, the fact that I didn't use those as, disqual- you know, qualifiers for me to... Yeah. Molest his appearance. Yeah. Is something to be said. But yeah, I think that, um, I think, you know, if you think you're lonely now, mm-hmm. 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 wait until tonight, girl. He want me to go out and work and then come home and cook and clean. I can't be in two places at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the TikTok. The TikTok. Oh my gosh. Dude, that TikTok of dude, I don't know if I don't know if dude got his own little like YouTube cast. He did have that Kevin Samuels background. He did, he did, he did. He, did. he was trying to interview another man and talking about some. So how, how come how come women don't want to cook and clean no more? And he was like, "Cause they tired. Cause they work. Cause they work. That's easy." And he just kept act. The, the guy asking the questions just kept acting like he couldn't compute. Like, and then he hung up on him ultimately because he acted like, that's how hard he was acting like he couldn't understand him. Like, <laughs> he hung up on him like a customer service representative and you can't hear the good connection good. Like, <laughs> hey, your phone is breaking up. Your phone is breaking up. I'm going to hang up on they you at the t- call back. They t- so they don't want to cook because they tired? What are you saying, man? You're not making no sense, man. Like, what? I am not. It went on forever, too. It was I am like, not a robot. What was the robot's name on the Jetsons? I'm not Rosie. I'm not. I am, you don't just type into, I'm not steak, you can't just so order me. who builds something? Well, somebody, something needs built in the house, who builds <laughs> it? I'm a, I'm, first of all, how many of y'all out here still know how to build something? <laughs> okay, in this uh, Amazon production life, uh, manufactured already uh, pieced not, together furniture. Is, sir, you uh, are not performing oh, in the Oregon Trail. You know how to build something in these. This, there are some, but the tra- the trade uh, skills is coming up. Like people are getting back into the trade fields, but for a long time they were saying, "Yeah, don't do that." So who? How many of y'all uh, in our era know how to build something? Tim, when was the last time you did? <laughs> When was the last time you built anything? <laughs> Deliver us from Eva. Yeah, she was like, Tim, when do you fix anything around here? Yes, that's what she said. Girl. I know. <laughs> oh, Sir, I would need you to get it together. Yeah. For real. That's truthful. I think I think ultimately the the reality is is if you're not longing to be in a relationship, you're not lonely. I think women are ultimately leaving dating apps because dating apps haven't proven to be a safe space for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they're just ultimately more single people because people are prioritizing healthy relationships overall. Healthy friendships, healthy partnerships, mm-hmm. healthy family relationships. Like the health, the general health of the individual is becoming prioritized and not just the sake of saying I'm in a relationship. Yeah. And it's leading to more singleness. Yeah. And I don't know if it's lonely singleness or if it's just singleness in general. Yeah. But if you are out here feeling like you can have bad communication skills, bad interpersonal relationships, and no emotional intelligence and think a woman is just going to swoon for you, uh, you may have a rude awakening in 2022, my friend. I think that (laughs) pandemic set us up for that. You know what? Ain't nobody got to be here. (laughs) 
And you might want to reanalyze your thoughts. You might want to go follow Kier Gaines, uh, Jared Brady, and DeVal Ellis. And uh, take some notes. Take some notes. Take some notes because there's a lot of people out here. It's a lot of it's a lot of sisters out here. And I don't even care what color the sister is. <laughs> they want that. <laughs> That's what they want. High on the priority list. That's what they want. That's what they want. <gasps> I mean, you just step your game up. Because when uh, y'all was telling women for years to step the game up, oh. change your standards, step your game up. And now, here it is. Here what if is. I had a thing on the side, made you cry? Will the rules change up or will they still apply? <laughs> if I played her like a toy, sometimes I wish I did act like a boy. What you mad can't handle that? Bruh. I think Sierra, I think Sierra and Russell Wilson are approving that they can't. Oh yeah, that. Russell. Oh my God, yeah. that's another relationship. Ah uh, yeah, another trust one. Another one. And it's got. And every time they see a woman in a healthy relationship with a man who is participating with her, men get they tight. be getting so tight over that. They be like, you know, she wouldn't want nobody like that because you're not like that, my brother. It is proven that this is what women like. This is what they want. And you go after giving to Okay, my bestie said that I was getting excited that the tables were turning. And I felt like, no, that's not true. But it's been a... I've been here since the 99s or the 2000s. I was here during Dipset. <laughs> I know, it was, it was here when they was telling dudes like, getting married is a trap. I was here for U-A-H-O-E. Yeah. I was in elementary school and men were calling me leaving wonder why they call you bitch on my voicemail. I was here. I want good treatment and I'm excited that the tables are turning. It's mine. This is Sparta. <laughs> That's how we're going to wrap up this episode. That's how we're going to wrap up this episode. That's how we're going to wrap up the episode on high energy. So, ladies, go outside with your head held high. And if we all keep it to ourselves for just a little bit longer, we might beat these men into submission. (gasps) The submission is ours. Submission is ours. The submission is ours. You know another another relationship though, and then we gonna wrap up and go. Um, Papoose and Ruby Rose. Come on, come on, come on, high five, high five, high five, high five. Yes. If it's not that good, I don't want it, and I fucking mean it. That has been this episode of The Wise Girls. We are going to catch y'all. We'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace. Word to the Wise, you can check out all of today's film and TV references, as well as where to follow Them Wise Girls on all social media platforms. In today's episode description, Them Wise Girls is a Wise One production and executive produced by Laura Wise and Catherine Wise Rhine. Our theme song was written, produced, and performed by Vibe One.